0: As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Dental Wealth Nation show. I am so excited to have you here today. And as a dentist, capital fuels your practice. You rely on it to get your first practice, maybe make another acquisition. And so you are going to have an appetite for capital and for expansion. And it really fuels the dentistry that you do and the life of significance that you're going to be able to build. And by the time we finish today, you're going to know why a lender, that's right, a lender should actually be one of the best long-term business partners for you, and your practice you're going to have a new mindset around interest rates because so often we get focused on what's the rate what's the rate but i'm going to argue and we're going to argue today that there's a lot more to a lender than the interest rate and you're going to know what a bank should bring to your practice besides the interest rate most importantly of all you're going to feel inspired to go out there and learn how a lender can really be a true partner for your success and when it comes to helping dentists reach success and build those practices of their dreams one of the best out there is chad widenski and chad is the chief revenue officer provide and provide is a modern dental lender and i'm so excited to to talk to them again today because they've got some special stuff for you but what i really love about chad is i was talking to him before the show and i said chad what do you love about what you do and he said tim i get so excited about talking to doctors months or, or years after i've helped them on a deal and, and get in that practice and i love hearing about their success and that's why we're here today is we want to help you be even more successful chad welcome to the show
2: Oh, uh, thank you, Tim. I'm super excited to be here today talk about all this stuff. And just, uh, you know, just, it, it really is, as you said, just now, getting the word out about talking about different things that uh, doctors can bring to that we, we can bring to the table that people aren't thinking about, um, and really help them along in this journey and, and help help them be successful and reach their reach their practice ownership dreams. Nothing, yeah. nothing better.
1: Right. And, and I love that you get so excited about that. And I know you do your entire team does. And, and when it comes to just thinking about, you know, practices, like, like let's just dive right in and, and actually start with interest rates of all places, because they've been going up. And, and, and so often we think, man, I just got to get out there and like got to shop the loan and find out who can get me a best rate. And that that's, that's all we think about. Why do you think that is? And, and, and are there other things that we should actually pay attention to?
2: Yeah, I always, I the first place I always go is with my, my colleagues in the banking world that are in the mortgage industry, because mortgages, that's all anyone talks about. Cars, that's all anyone talks about is interest rates, because it's not, it's not a relationship that's there. And interest rates always important, but at the end of the day, people are looking at what their payments are. And really, what your net payments are is what I would really be focusing on, because if you're talking to a bank, and they obviously, the loan is an important thing. You want to know how much money they're able to give you, what the terms are, including interest rate, how long you have to repay it, flexibility, all those things, obviously, are extremely important. The fact that you're going to be able to get the loan, be able to get money for equipment, extra working capital, potentially buy real estate without putting any money down, all of those things are important. But there's that other side of the, the relationship and the, and the banking side of this, uh, what what lenders do and some lenders do better than others, really bringing to the table what your cost is, let's say, for your credit card processing, merchant services as it's referred to. Like, Is that less expensive? Do you have some savings there? Um, do you offer a high yield savings account that people could put money into as they're saving and building their practice and earn more money in that account to maybe offset um, a, an interest rate or, or, or other things in their lives that they're looking to save money for. And then, you know, the other part would be other things like a, a credit card. Uh, I know everyone already has a credit card, but, you know, if, uh, if you if you work with you know certain lenders that have maybe a full suite of products, they, they have a credit card like Provide does that offers a great solution for doctors with one percent on. Um, all things outside of uh, supply and lab expenses, which is at 3%. So again, another way that they could bring their expenses down, put more money in their pocket. So the interest rate, again, on their loan is really just one aspect of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, and, and I love the analogy you use with homes and cars, right? If you go to buy a car, you kind of do the transaction and you drive away from the dealer and... The only interaction you're going to have with the finance guy is when you get ready to buy a new car. The rest of the time, you're in the parts department or the service department, or right? There's no relationship there. And chances are, when you go back to buy your next car, you're going to be at a different dealer somewhere else, maybe even buying a different car. Houses, same type thing, right? These are more transactional in nature, and they don't necessarily require the ongoing support the way a dental practice does.
2: No, without question. And you, you can think about it just starting at the beginning, when, when a dentist would come uh, or comes to us and say, Doc, you, do you know how much you qualify for? Well, no, I, I have no idea. Well, why don't we start with that and see what you qualify for, do our pre-qualification. Uh, we'll get some basic information from you and we'll give you an idea of how much you can go uh, out and talk to practice brokers in your market and talk about how much you can purchase a practice for or talk about how much you can get if you want to start a practice. And then to, just as important, it's like now I've just talked about money, and now you have a nice idea about money, but who are you going to go talk to? Who are the brokers in your market? Who are the really good attorneys in the market that can help you? Who are the space finders if you're starting a practice, right? If you're looking to expand your office, you right. Write, you know what you want to do, who are the contractors you should work with? Who are the great equipment folks? And that ability to, again, have hmm. a relationship that expands beyond, because the things we talked about before were just banking things, lending things. But if you really talk about what a really – a quality lender and a partner that you want to build your business with. It's that I start with telling you that you can get the money because I want you to have that confidence and you want to be able to talk to me about that. But then I start introducing you to all those partners that are going to help you along in this process to bring that practice ownership dream uh, to fruition. Well,
1: and and let's dive into that because I I think that's so important is, is what you mentioned, right? That, that pre-qualification piece. And, and I know that's not something that's on most people's minds most of the time. Like, like people don't even know how to start the journey towards practice ownership. And so how do you start that? Like, 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 what does that look like? Because it can be so overwhelming and there's so many things you got to do. So like, how do you even start navigating this, Chad?
2: Yeah. I, you know, what? and I, I was the, the analogy I would use is that nobody has ever gone and looked at houses without being approved, pre-pro- pre-approved for a mortgage. So it amazes me how many doctors are out there searching for practices, looking for spaces and just haven't taken some time. And I think honestly, because historically it hasn't been that easy. You have to find a lender, you fill out some paperwork, you print it out, you send it back, and they tell you just a general idea of what, what you qualify for. One of the things that we did to provide, um, and again, we're just one option, but one thing that's, that's great about what we do is you go on, uh, you can go on our website, we could send you a link take two minutes and you do this pre-qualification and then you know, and we know we can talk to you. And again, it's not always positive things. There might be something negative that's out there that we uncover that now, Tim, that doctor has that information. And if they thought they were ready today, but they need a couple months to fix something in their credit, to maybe save a little bit more money, right? Whatever the case is, that's something that you find out when you get pre-qualified and you allow a lender to be a true partner and help you along that path but it really just starts like just ask the lender what's the easiest way for me to find out how much money i can qualify for and some people like like with provide just it's a it's as simple as getting a link to some awesome application that's you know you could literally fill it out if you're an associate even in between patients take out your yeah. phone click on it a few times do a filling come back click on it a few more times and you're done and then you really started that process and you really are on your way to owning a practice
1: well, right and, and let's talk about that 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 process of applying because provide really does refer to themselves as a modern dental lender so right what does that mean right what does it mean to be a modern dental lender
2: yeah so um, I won't talk about you know the number I've been, been in, the, in the industry for over a decade when I started it was all about sending people a PDF they had a send a PDF back you had to process it you had to ask somebody to pull someone's credit and do all these different things that Listen, there was, that was cutting edge at that point. Um, when I came to provide uh, just over four years ago, it was one of the things that really attracted me was this great technology platform that frankly was, had been built by phenomenal engineers. Uh, and then it really took its focus in dental. So really the ease of use was just because there were some really smart, gifted, talented engineers, some of which are still with us today and others that have come on board and continue to build upon that. To just make the process super simple right that's that's the way that we have differentiated ourselves even before we talk about the amazing people that we have and the amazing culture and how we you know different people throughout our process help a doctor get from the point of getting pre-approved to actually being in their practice that initial step honestly it's all about this great technology platform that we've built and that frankly because we have these amazing engineers that are part of our team, they keep improving upon it. They keep on making it even better and easier for the doctor. As I said before, to really just start the process, even in, the in between patients, because the technology is really what started us, would say, as a modern lender. And then it was just, frankly, making other improvements throughout the process that we felt like, listen, we all, a lot of us came from other places that are phenomenal banks out there, a lot of great banks in the space, but we thought saw things that we really liked and saw things we wanted to make better. So we continued... Mm-hmm even outside of the technology, to continue making our process smoother, uh, easier, again, putting great resources on, uh, you know, not just on the front end, but even on the back end with a great, let's say, project management team that they actually, the guy who runs it, phenomenal, uh gentleman by the name of Casey, uh, has a degree in construction management, and he's the one who manages that team to help get a project done, get it done quickly, get it done efficiently, and add value that, frankly, others out there don't have people uh, who necessarily have that uh, that that acumen on in the construction hmm. side?
1: Wow. Well, right, and, and and even that that ease of of getting prequalified is is really part of how you are being a partner, because these are time saving things. Like like I don't know about you, but when I get a stack of paperwork to fill out it usually doesn't get filled out, right? It's just human nature. And and, right. We put it off, but you know, that idea of, Hey, a couple clicks on your phone. And actually I'm going to put the link down very shortly. So if you want to figure out what you're pre-qualified for, for either the practice of your dreams or, or growing or building that practice, you can do that. It's so easy. and, And that's one of the things I love that, that you do so well is that ease of use. And then, you know, you touched on that, that team piece again. So Right? It's not just buying or building a practice. I mean, it really does take a team, doesn't it?
2: Oh, without, without question. Um, you know, even just from speaking about us and, and lenders in general, you know, work with some great folks all along the process. And, and, you know, having great underwriters, people who are approving those deals is phenomenal. Working with the people on the back end to make your deal, make sure your deal closes is probably the most important thing because without actually being, if you're buying a practice, making sure that that transaction happens or being in a, in, in a startup or an expansion of your current office, making sure that project gets done, that's really bringing those other people to the table and understanding that the lender that you work with, you wanna make sure that they know the right people uh, within a market, uh, that they are familiar with the, the area that you're in so that they can introduce you to, again, that attorney that I just mentioned before, right? That we'll call the dental attorney that's in, in each market. And there may be some people who are really experienced, some people are first starting in it, some people are really good. Some people who are, you know, who are really good at reviewing leases. Others who are really good on the transactional side and making sure that you work with the person in your market that knows those folks and can introduce you to brokers that have practice in your area or space finders that can help you find a space quickly, help you get in that space. Um, again, contractors that can make sure that they build your office quicker. All of these people that you need to bring to the table, Tim, you don't have the time to do that as a doctor. Like you are literally, most of these doctors are working as associates. Some of them four or five days a week, some are working on the weekends, right? They don't have the time to go out there and interview a ton of different contractors that they want to work with or a ton of different lawyers. They really, the benefit of working with people that are, that are focused in this industry like us, like you is really getting that benefit of having, uh, access to our Rolodex for like more, more, uh, no, well,
1: yeah, and I think that's so important because, right, once again, it's, it's that being a partner. So, right, how else, do, right, as you're interviewing or talking to lenders, like, like what are the things the lender should be providing to you as the as the borrower? Like, like what are the things you really want to look at, and what are the questions you want to be asking?
2: Yeah, I would I would ask uh, when you're talking to a lender, um, talk about the the process as we've talked about. Before, like, what, what is the timing going to take from the point that I submit everything, right? And you know, Tim, you touched on it before. We talked about the pre-qualification a lot, but even just the application process, what is it going to take? What am I going to have to give you? Do you have a list of that information? Can I upload it to your website? How difficult is it to fill out those forms? What's the next step? Um, how quickly can I speak to an underwriter? Once that underwriter uh, gives me a call, because in a lot of cases, especially in, in the dental lending industry, the underwriter is a part of the process. What happens then? Do they talk to that underwriter? How quickly do I get approved? Once that happens, do I quickly get introduced to what we we call in our, our group our closers, our closing department to help get a deal done? Or a project manager is going to help me start my project, right? How quickly do all those things happen? Because frankly, Tim, and you know it's a it's a, a saying that everybody knows, time is money. And when you're an associate and you're looking, you're, you have your job and you're making a good living, but you don't have this opportunity to Frankly, make a life-changing uh, move and be your own boss and start making more money every hour, every day, every week, every month. If these things get delayed, you're missing out on, on income. So, so again, that that knowing that that process, what that timing is, and then again, those resources we talked about all help get someone into practice ownership that much quicker. But from a, just a lender's perspective, you really want to ask what that process is. How you know how efficient are you guys are closing loans? What does that look like? You know t- other doctors that maybe have gone through the process uh, there's nothing better and you and i both know this from our respective industries a, a, a referral someone who i've worked with that could be somebody you know we do uh you know our website and you said you to put it up there so, so folks can check it out there's there's unbelievable you know testimonials that are up there but if there's somebody live you want to speak with in a specific market my team would be happy to get you connected with people
1: yeah now i i don't know these numbers offhand and i don't know that you'll know them either but Right. You know, if I'm just thinking about someone buying a house, right, you know, maybe you apply for a mortgage two or three times during your life and, you know, maybe you apply for a you know, half dozen car loans or something. Do you have any stats about how often dentists actually over their life cycle of their career, how often they're they're borrowing money for either acquisition or expansion or their first practice or or new equipment? Do, do you have any stats on just kind of what those lending statistics look like for a doctor?
2: Yeah. So I wouldn't be able to give you any exact stats, but I'll give you just kind of like what's changed in the industry over over time. Um, Typically, you know, 10 years ago was people would own a single practice. Now folks are looking at owning multiple practices. Uh, From the perspective of buying some additional equipment that usually does accompany some expansion, usually every seven to 10 years or so, dentists are looking to do that. So when you're talking to a lender to that point, which is Definitely something I should have have mentioned before is just that continuity. Like, What what can you do for me as my partner seven years from now when I want to expand this office? What can you do for me and how quickly can I buy real estate? Right, That's a big deal. Like, If you get into a practice, especially if you're buying one and you don't have the option to buy the real estate because the seller said, I still want to hold on to it for a little bit, but then the seller changes their mind in six months, can your lender provide that financing? No lender is going to be able to guarantee it, but is that even a possibility? And what happens a year from now, if you have another opportunity to buy a practice, you've been super successful in your first practice, whether it was a startup or an acquisition, is that a possibility? Can your lender really work with you there? And then to your point, what about when I want to expand it? When about when I want to buy a piece of equipment? You want to make sure you have the right partner to be able to do that because every doctor is going to, well, I shouldn't say every, almost every doctor is going to be in a position where they're going to want to get some new things, new equipment, some new toys sometimes. But that opportunity to expand, if you're in a, in a strip center and you have the opportunity to expand next door, you never know when that opportunity is going to come up. So, always being prepared and knowing that the partner that you've selected in a bank is able to do that with you is super important. Because what I said before, a lot of doctors, when I started in this business, they own one practice. Today, and I know you've seen this a ton, multiple practice ownership, even for just a single doctor, not partnering not not joining a group is becoming more and more popular because doctors like that they like the business side of dentistry they like to be multi-practice owners which again has led to coming back to our point from before choosing the right partner that can work with you to get you to that point
1: yeah no and and that's so true actually my father-in-law and my wife they're they're both dentists and i've learned a lot from my father-in-law and as i've listened to the stories and he's he's built a great life for himself through dentistry. And as I I listen to a lot of the stories he tells about you know acquiring assets back in the day or making an investment, a lot of them came up at the spur of the moment. And because he had banking relationships with people in the community, he was able to get things done quickly that he couldn't have gotten done if he would have had to start from scratch. And so I think that point you make is so valid, right? Your, your lender really should be a lifetime partner who knows your practice, who knows what's going on in it so that when those opportunities come up, you can take advantage of
2: them. Oh, without question. And again, we talked about it before, it extends beyond just that loan. Like if I could provide you great products along the way and whether it is my banking products that that are just easy to use, ease of service, if I have great people that frankly help you with those banking products, will set them up and expand. Again, great merchant service, credit even personal things things. If you you choose the right bank, they may be able to offer you everything along the business and personal side to help you not just grow your practice, but in your life. And then they know you, they know your finances because you're using that bank for those things. So when it does come that opportunity, like you said, I'm sure it happened with your father-in-law where that real estate comes available that you didn't think you were going to be able to buy the real estate. It was a rental situation for a long time. You want to be prepared. You want to be able to call that partner up say, Hey, I had that opportunity. I thought it was going to take, I have that opportunity. Now I told you originally it was going to be five years from now. Is that something you think I could do? Well, Hey, I'm going to set you up with a dashboard, you know, upload a bunch of information on the practice. I have your financials because you sent them over. Um, I have your bank accounts and how much money you have in there. So don't worry about that. So I have a lot of information from you because we do, we have our, our whole business together. We are truly partners. Now we can move quicker for that next opportunity.
1: Yeah, no, I I love that, and right, and you mentioned you know banking products, and and, you know I hear that I'm like, what are banking products like? Like, what are the other things? And yeah, you kind of named a couple of them off, but let's talk about some of those other services that a a doctor, that you as the doctor, will require in your practice aside from that initial loan. What are some other things that you want to look for for your partner to have for you?
2: Yeah, I I go back, and and obviously, I'm I'm excited to talk about products that banks offer and that we can offer. But I will go back to the personal side of it. I talked about it before. Technology is awesome. And it was we, were, we are a financial technology company where that was the first thing. And then people like myself, I know you know uh, my friend Jason Schnell out in California really well. Uh, you and Jason have done a lot of things together. Uh, Jason was one of the first bankers to come over here that had experience. And, and, and we really worked on this business and built this and, and built it in a great way. But we were very fortunate, and, and you know, just to give you a little bit of background, I provide uh, two and a half years ago, or two years ago, rather, uh, we were acquired by Fifth Third Bank. Uh, Fifth Third Bank is a regional bank um, that's based in Cincinnati. And you know, when you get require, acquired by a regional bank, one of the first things you say, well, you guys have done a really good job of working with us initially about banking products, but how are we going to service all these people? So we re- we have a, an entire team of what we call healthcare banking specialists, so that If you have a question, you can actually call that person. It is a human being, not an 800 number that helps you. So as good as our products are, which they are best in the industry, better probably than that, is that I know that if Jake is my healthcare banking specialist, I have Jake's phone number and I have a question, I can call Jake. Jake may even take a text from me. I hope our doctors, I know our doctors do not abuse that because Jake is wanting to give his cell phone number off for that very reason. So when Jake then, Builds that relationship with the doctor, he's then talking about again the bank accounts that we could set up, uh, our our amazing savings accounts that that do have uh, you know high yielding um, interest rates on them. Uh, he's talking about the check scanner uh, that we give our doctors uh, today for free because again time is money. Do you want the doctor as a doctor? Do you want to be running to the bank to be depositing checks? Do you want to be, have your uh, any one of your office staff? going and running to the bank and depositing checks. So things like that, that doctors are definitely not thinking about, nor should they, and their partners should bring that up to them. Your credit card processing. Credit card processing comes with a fee. Like what are the fees that the, the credit cards that, that that bank will charge you? Because there's the ease of use when you use the credit card processing with the same bank where you're doing your banking, but there's a fee component to it. And then really the other thing that, that comes into play is, is your credit card. Uh, obviously as, you know, as a young adult, you get your first credit card and you, you you build your credit, and, and you get to that point in your life when you're getting your mortgage, you're getting your car, and then you buy this practice, or you're getting into practice. I should even before you buy it. Does that bank provide a credit card that has advantages? Again, I, I brought it up quickly before uh, we launched Provide Card earlier this year, uh, and you know that card for you do have to be a customer of Provide to uh, qualify for the Provide Card, uh, and it gives you again one percent cash back on all purchases, and up to 3% or 3% when you are uh, using it for supply and lab. So it's a great it, Our goal is for it to be the one card that's in people's pockets and to continue to build products around our doctors. And then the last thing I would say, Tim, just cause I, as you can see, I get really excited just talking about the holistic approach to doing this and being a partner is it shouldn't stop with the business, uh, business accounts and the business stuff, if you will, that, that, that the banks will typically talk about. Can you provide the doctor with, with a great, you know, with a mortgage? Can you provide the doctor um, with you know, other banking services? Um, what, as the doctor develops a, you know, a higher net worth, what's, what options might you have for that doctor uh, as they look to you know, just expand and, and grow in their own personal life and things they want to do? Uh, so things like that, I think, are important. Um, you know, again, every bank's going to be able to offer something like that. And, and definitely doctors should just talk about it. Because again, as we've talked about, you just really want a partner. A great partner yeah. is going to be with you and be able to provide as much as possible, not just the the just not just the loan, right? So it should be it should be a whole package uh, that is, involves those banking products, involves those personal things uh, that that doctors are able to get from their partner.
1: Yeah, no, well, well said, and uh, you know, e- even on that partner piece, right? You, you can get your practice set up, you can have it running. But you know, practices sometimes run into cash flow issues, and that's something a lender can help manage too. It's really that cash flow, even in a fluctuating economy. So, so how can you know you actually help practices stay afloat during harder times?
2: Yeah, I would say that the best thing that we do is really on the on the front end of making sure that we're looking at and analyzing those practices the best way possible, giving people uh, terms that are. Not just when we talk about terms of of a loan, the actual term, the length of the loan, making sure that you're making those payments work within what the cash flow of the practice looks like, whether it's for a startup or for an acquisition, Um, but also as as the practice grows, making sure they have access to things like lines of credit. Again, credit card, making sure that that's something that's accessible to them as they're growing so they have that backstop. So if it was a slow month, you have something in that account honestly, just continuing to monitor that account, working with great CPAs so that none of this comes as a surprise, right? That's a, if there's one thing mm-hmm. that, that that concerns business people in general, it's that sometimes these things just sneak up on them and they're not managing the house and they're not mo- or monitoring the house rather. And it just pops up when they, wait, hold on, we don't have enough money in the account. And knowing that you have a great banking partner, you have the access to those tools, looking at those accounts, mind those accounts, see where you are on a monthly basis. Um, again, having access to those tools like a line of credit uh, or a credit card is definitely ways that banks, banks can help out. But I would tell you probably the best thing that I would, the advice that I would give is make sure that you have a great financial advisor and you have a great CPA that you're working with so that those individuals are looking at your books. Even if it's a quick cursory review on a monthly basis as you're growing so that they can make sure that your margins are looking right and you're doing a good job of collecting um, and things like that. So really making sure that it's not just, we're there to help out, but making sure that again, they still have the right partners surrounding them. So that, that is not a surprise if things start to go sideways and they need some some assistance to help.
1: Yeah. Well, right, and having those li- liquidity solutions, if things get tough, I mean, that can really kind of add to your, your peace of mind and actually improve your quality of life. Cause you know, my wife and I, we both own businesses. We deal with cash flow issues. It's part of owning a business. And I know it's pretty nice to know that, hey, we've got the liquidity there. We've got access to tools. <clears throat> you know, if something gets a little rough and that feels good to have that there and it helps us sleep a whole bunch better at night.
2: Yeah. My, my advice again to, to people who, and, to, and this isn't just people that are in, in our industry or, or, or people that are even in dentistry. It's stay ahead of things like this. Like don't, mm-hmm. do not take for granted that you set up what you feel like is a really good system mm-hmm. of checks and balances with with your CPA, with your bookkeeper, mm-hmm. um, you know, with your staff. You know, if your if your front office is just handling all the collections and you're just not really even checking out, checking your bank account and making sure everything is flowing through. Obviously, unfortunately, people do have s- situations of fraud. Right? That's typically if something is goes sideways in the dental office, it's not because the, the dental office shouldn't be successful. It's because something else has happened um, in 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 that practice. And you know to keep your eye on those things and be cognizant of changes or fluctuations in the business and staying ahead of them and making adjustments potentially going out and maybe starting to take insurance or drop insurances or go you know network uh, with a local you know community board or w- whatever it is that will help you improve that practice way before you get to a point that. We're really talking about the cash flow needs at that moment because you've already set things up at that point, right? You've gotten your credit cards, You've looked at your line of credit. you put things in order on a personal side because you're speaking to a financial advisor. So you really you've done a better job as a person protecting yourself because you're utilizing the different resources mm-hmm. that you have around you.
1: Wow. So, I mean, what I almost hear you saying is coming back to that true partnership and really really realizing that, you know what, it's probably okay to call your lender if they're a true partner and say, you know what, I'm struggling with this area of my business. How can you help me out? Or I'm looking to solve this problem, or I'm looking at that thing. And they don't have to necessarily be lending questions because we should lend on you, no pun intended, and, and draw on your resources that you have out there
2: yeah without without question i mean again we have some phenomenal and i'll go with that word i was like i paused for a second didn't want to i want to get too excited about it. it's some phenomenal people in the market that have been there for a long time and whatever again whatever people are looking to do um, again, whether it's they want to just know the the best reps in their market to help them buy a new piece of equipment they're planning on potentially you know what do you know, what do you guys know about you know milling units and how, what doctors do you know that have, have yeah. bought those and are they successful Like things like that, that a doctor may have friends they want to talk to, or they may want to talk to somebody that has been selling them or somebody who we know that recently purchased one, like things Mm -hmm. like that, that again, it's not, it's not about, Hey, can you give me money for it only? It's like, what have you, what are people's experiences have been right? Again, insurances, who can I talk to about? Should I be taking insurances? Like who can analyze the practice and see if I'm on the right insurances, who can help me? Who's a great consultant in the insurance business? Who can help me make sure I'm getting the right fees, All of those things, while it's not something that the bank, to your point, it's not a banking product, it's not something that we provide directly, it's something that we have in terms of our network that we can help you. So don't hesitate to ask, and Tim, I know you're the same way. If people need things that are outside of what you do on a day-to-day basis, that's, that's why you have really great people in the dental industry that, again, a lot of what we do is just making sure we're connected with folks in the market and people nationally that can really help out with whatever a doctor needs.
1: Yeah, no, so true. And, you know, you were at my book launch party. I loved you being there yeah. at, at CDA, but yeah, in oh, Dental yeah. Wealth Nation, right? It's it's the seven steps to decrease taxes, increase your impact, and leave a lasting legacy. And one of the steps in there is build your expert team. And, and, and you know, I refer to it as something called a family office, which is a team of the best of the best individuals who can really help solve any issues you may have. And and that's really what I hear you guys also offering to or, or providing, no pun intended again, but right <laughs> (laughs) It's really access to those people who can solve the challenges, right? And and this is not just referral-based, right? It's one thing to refer. It's another thing to collaborate with other industry professionals. And and that's so important. You got to vet the team members. You got to know who you're working with. And I know you guys have certainly done your due diligence on on who you refer and who you work with because that leads to the success of practice. And the bottom line is you have a vested interest in making sure that practice succeeds because, my guess is you guys want to get paid back.
2: It's an important aspect of what we do, Tim. You're correct. Yeah. That is, uh, that's something we, we, we really require that in fact. Um, but to your point, man, it's, it really is. It's about putting those people around us and, you know, it's not about, hey, you know, Tim sent me somebody, so I need to send Tim someone back and like thinking about the tick marks on a board. That's not how really successful and really great partners and when I say successful, being that we know that people want to refer to us because we're going to make you look good. There may be a situation that you refer over to us or we refer over to you that the client's not a good fit, but you're going to have a great conversation with them and they're going to be like, "Ah, oh, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to work with Chad and, and, and provide, but God, they gave me some great information and really helped me out and were just good people to talk to. And that's the best compliment. I, I always say that over the years of, of building – you know, My business in this industry, I got as many referrals from people that I unfortunately had to say no to as people or even people that went with other lenders because it does happen. That I get as many referrals from those people as I did from the ones that I finance because I treat everyone the same way. And I wanted everyone yeah. to realize that I was an asset and a resource to them, regardless of where they ended up going with me. Obviously, I'd like for them to go with us. But that wasn't the prerequisite to knowing that I would want to help them be successful and see people's success uh, you know, throughout
1: the years. Yeah, I know. So, so true. And such, such good advice. And, you know, you have, you've helped a lot of dentists become very successful and, you know, can, can you think of a story? Cause, cause I do, I love how excited you get about watching the doctor's success. And so mm-hmm. can you share a success story with us of a doctor? I don't need any names or anything, but just yeah. walk us through someone you've been working with and really how provide has been that partner to the doctor, the different phases of their practice and their life.
2: Yeah, so there was a uh, a doctor who I had met pretty early on when I, I got to provide. Uh, they were, I think at that point they owned three or four, I think three offices, and they had an associate who they absolutely were they they, they were just the right person to continue to build the business with. So when I met the doctor, um, they brought that associate on as a partner in one of their offices. You know, there's, and there's definitely a you know a complicated. Uh, nature. And I would not suggest this to everyone who's listening. When you bring someone on, bring them on as a partner of everything. Because when you start getting to that spider web of ownership, it's very complicated. It's very difficult for your CPA, very difficult for your financial advisor. So make sure that as you're going through that, you think through those, that, those plans. But this doctor did it on their first office. Since that time, I believe we're up to uh, seven offices. That partner is now bought in completely to the offices. And It's an amazing story about how something that wasn't uh, a cookie cutter opportunity, uh, it had a little bit of nuance to it because that person was buying into one practice and started to underwrite the the entire opportunity and they wanted a partner to grow. Um, They're a great uh, banking customer of ours as well. So they were really happy with all those services, especially as you're a multi-practice owner. So the excitement of being able to take somebody to that point that was one that, that was phenomenal. Another one that's completely different on the opposite side was somebody was, you know, recently less than a year out of uh, residency. And that person was able to get a, a loan for not just starting up a practice, but we were able to get them financed for real estate as well. Uh, and this is someone who is, again, recently out of school. Uh, the, just the the opportunity to look at a situation and I will give my my credit partners, um, you know, being on the... the 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 sales uh the revenue side of the business and bringing people in to help and and get them those practices and and loans and bank products all those things none of that happens without great partners on the on the other side of our business who actually help and underwrite these deals and protect the risk of the bank and all those different things that come along with that that role but those folks are the ones that help us really grow the business so a doctor comes to us with something that's a little less traditional other lenders may say listen Here's what we do. Here's, here's our box and if you don't fit within that, sorry, we you do have great products, we'd have to fit there. It's really great lenders that not just, we've talked about the partnership that we have, the partnership that you know, my, you know we have with folks who, throughout the industry. We have this unbelievable partnership with the underwriters as well, who really want to be creative and want to help us figure out ways to help doctors, which is an amazing thing to say, because I think everyone thinks about underwriters as these scary people with spreadsheets that no one sees, that just hide behind like a computer. Those aren't our folks. They're they're awesome partners as well that have helped these doctors that I I mentioned before really get to that point of true success in their, what their success was. Because as you know, Tim, everyone's success is different. Someone might just want to own one practice, be really happy. This doctor wanted to own multiple practices, wanted to bring in a partner, wanted to grow, or wanted to get a startup in real estate done, very recently out of residency, and we were able to help all those folks.
1: Yeah, no, I I love that. And, and once again, it comes back to that partner aspect, right? You, you can't have underwriters who are actually going to look at your unique situation unless you've really got a relationship with your lender who are going to understand you, your goals, the practice. And like you said, instead of just saying, hey, you don't fit my cookie cutter mold, next, right? You really have a partner who understands this industry. And dental is its own world. There's no doubt about it.
2: Without question, and it's so, it, it is huge differentiator.
1: Yeah. So among the doctors that you that, that you've had the the privilege of helping, do you notice a different mindset or a different way that the the successful ones think that the others don't? Have you noticed some trends throughout the years? It's
2: a great. It's a great question. I, I think that every every situation is unique in that doctors. It really it really depends on what they're looking for, right? What they're looking to do. There's, there's folks that like, I want to own one million dollar practice. And they say, and, and they don't even know what that practice makes, but they just want to have a practice that collects a million dollars. And that's, that's their goal at the time. There are others that want to own multiple offices and those folks, it's exciting because they are thinking the business side of dentistry. And so those folks are like, I want to, I want to own it. I want to know where the next practice is coming from. I want to get associates and that mindset those people are equally as successful as I said before, and what they're mm-hmm. looking to do, as the one that just wants to own one practice. But I would say the ones that I find are the most are the ones that truly are out there looking for partners. And and listen, it sounds and I'm first gonna say it, it sounds self serving because I think we're great partners. I think you're a great partner. But people that go out there and say, look, I want to build relationships with people that are going to help me get to my practice ownership dreams, regardless of if I want to own one part-time practice because Hmm. that's where I am in my life or I want to own seven offices and I want to build it the right way I want to put the right staff in place I want to have the right insurances I want all these different things that I need the right partners to get there so the people that really ask those questions of how can you help me get to Hmm. my goal and are really understand their goal or on the flip side they don't understand that and say hey I need to speak to you know I need to speak to Tim I want to understand how I'm going to build my wealth, how I'm going to grow in my personal side of my life, and then if that involves owning one practice or three practices, let's figure that out and let's put me on a path to do that, hmm. those people that ask for those resources and that help, those are definitely the most successful wow. and a pleasure to work with because honestly, they want, they, they're, they're, they're open to what we can offer them outside of just yeah. a loan or a conversation or financial advice.
1: Yeah. You know what? I, I actually think I heard kind of three parts to that is, is number one. And I love that you you brought out like success is different for different people, but it sounds like among the successful dentists, they have their definition of success. They know what they want to achieve. So they got some clarity on goals. The second thing I really heard is they are looking for, for partners, people who can help them achieve their vision of success. And then lastly, they're not scared to ask for help. They, they actually solicit help and say, how can you help me do this? Because I know I can't do it alone, which reminds me of one of my favorite proverbs. It's an African proverb. It says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. Yeah,
2: it's awesome. Yeah, and so I'm, I think that- I'm going to use so sure. that one, by the way, Tim. Oh, you one,
1: should. Take yeah. it and use it. That, it's, so it's a, it's a great one. But uh, hey, as we're, we're coming to a close here, we've put the uh, the link below. I'd encourage you to click that. Go get pre-qualified. It, it, uh, how long is it going to take him, Chad? Two minutes.
2: Two minutes. Two minutes. And remember, you can set it up and do it in between patients, which you might That's be able amazing. to tell a funny story about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Right. Absolutely amazing. And it, and it helps to know what you're qualified for before you go shopping. But, uh, any closing thoughts here before we sign off?
2: Yeah. I, I just, the biggest thing that I want to oh, always try to convey, whether it was, you know, when I first got into the business, when I was working with doctors, um, or working with doctors who are looking to just be a single practice owner that are nervous or excited, or think they should shown seven practices is that really surround yourself with the right people and the right people that want to be your partner long term and i really mean that long term and it doesn't again it doesn't matter if you want to be a single practice owner you should still have great financial team that includes folks like tim and folks like you know us over provide that are going to help you along your path and not just look at is this as a transaction that's that that's not what you want and that's not just lenders and not just you know financial advisors and that is not it is anyone who you're partnering with just make sure that they're they want to be there with you for the long haul and they want, to be able, they want to be helpful. They have things to offer outside of just their, their general products that everyone knows about. Uh, and, you know, Tim, I, I would say one of the best things, you should be good people. Good people that you would feel comfortable referring to your friends. And if that's the person that you're meeting, then it's probably someone good that should be in your world.
1: Wow, you no, know, f- fantastic advice, and, and Chad, thank you for for sharing so generously with us. I I know I certainly have a much better understanding of the the role a good lender plays and how they can be a true long term business partner, and I'm inspired to learn more. Right, just on on how you can really partner together to to help these practices do more than they ever thought do it quicker and with less effort than they ever thought possible so that they can build those amazing lives of significance and keep having an impact on the world. So, so thank you again for sharing so generously.
2: Um, Tim, this has been awesome. I so appreciate you having me on and uh, anytime we, we get together. it's always, it's always a pleasure and it's, this was just awesome. Thanks for the opportunity, my friend.
1: Hey, you're, you're welcome. And, and how, can pe- how can people get a hold of you? Is the best way to apply or if they want to find someone local in their market, how do they do that?
2: Yeah, I would go, go to that website, uh, go to getprovide.com. I know that Tim had put it down there. Um, look at the website. You can absolutely just ask for a contact. Uh, I would advise anyone who hasn't gotten pre-qualified by, by a lender and taken a look and, and had that opportunity or, or, or gone down that path. If you're even thinking about uh, doing anything in terms of buying or starting a practice soon definitely the right way to go. And we would connect you with the right person in your market, or you could just request to be connected uh, with somebody who's in your local area. And we'd be, we'd be happy to do it if, and I'll throw it out there. If you have some specific question that I can help with or direct it real easy email address, it's Chad, C-H-A-D at getprovide.com. Shoot me an email and I will connect you with the person who, uh, you know, is that local market who could help you out with all the things that Tim and I have talked about today.
1: Excellent. Well, hey, thank you again. And until next time, we'll see you again here soon on the Dental Wealth Nation show.
0: You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Till next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com.